Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. And we are silly today. Yeah. In a good way, though. Yeah. Well, that's how I woke up. I woke up like 30 minutes before you were supposed to be here. No, 10 minutes before you were supposed to be here, 30 before you got here. Oh, my God. So I was was very sleepy when you got here. I had to. I was like rushing to be on time today. And I'm going to tell you. That it wasn't because I needed to be on time to get here. It was because I had to order Starbucks before 11 o'clock to meet my like goal thingy and get stars. Oh, okay. And so I was like so, running <laughs> at the you, house. Thank you, Starbucks, yeah. for expediting Karina right? today. Right? And then I was like, oh, it's 10.58. And I ordered our Starbucks. <laughs> nice. And then finished getting ready and left. That's good. That's why I had to do your eyes here. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Because I needed, I had to order it on time and I didn't want it like sitting there and then they were like, oh, they're not coming and throw them away. That would suck. Yeah. All right. What are we going to talk about today? We got lots of stuff to talk about today. Yeah. We had some really good suggestions from our live yesterday. Yeah. Good conversation. That was so much fun. That was. I just love our people. Mm -hmm. We spent like two hours talking in in Discord with our I know. It like flew by. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. But it was tons of fun and learning about um, all kinds of different treatment options and things. That yeah, stuff for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but today we wanted to kind of talk about expectations versus reality. In regards to like treatments. Well, mainly. and l- treatments and I think it kind of also goes with like your decline. Yeah. I think yeah. that's important. That's a good one. And your like condition and what you can expect from the future Mm -hmm. so it's got it's it has a lot of aspects to it it's it's very multifaceted right so it'll make a good conversation yeah that's that's the hope Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but we have to do our weekly recap (laughs) check-in i threw him off (laughs) she did his brain was like wait what that wasn't the right song that was half a song half a song whatever (laughs) i got you get one note just Ah. Uh, ah. All right. I'll go first because okay. my week was not like your week. <laughs> um, What happened in the last week for me? More headache fun. Mm-hmm. Lots of headache fun. And I've developed a new burning searing pain on the back of my neck, which is great. Like, I think, I don't know what part of the back it is, but it's mm-hmm. right where the neck, like the base of the neck is, I guess, in the back where the spine is. Oh, like meets. that that one big spinal right it's right above that that vertebrae the, the, yeah that last there. big vertebrae yeah um and it it's just a searing burning pain from sitting like That's i can't so find a position i can't like it has to be a pinched nerve mm-hmm. and i don't i don't know how to get to it i've tried different things i've tried pulling on things just pinched tried. nerve is the like theme of the week yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> it's been brutal yeah um i got a little sick again I think I've, we're just finishing passing around whatever it is. I don't know if it's sick anymore or if it's just dysautonomia being horrendous. It could be because it uh, didn't come with a fever this time. It was just the headache. Well, and I had, I don't know, I think it was like Thursday. It was Wednesday because I was in PD. Mm-hmm. If I turned my head to the right, it was like a wave of nausea and a major headache. Yeah. And I was like, what? What is that? Yeah. Why? yeah yeah and then i i managed to put the episode together last minute Mm -hmm. (laughs) just barely came in in the clutch that's part of what we did with our live was we uh, looked at 
the title. Yeah, we came up with our description, our description and title. And the thumbnail. Yeah. Which is clickbaity as all you get out. You will see. You will see. You've already seen it. It came out today. No, no, no. Well, they will they will understand oh, soon. Yes. yes. It's not even really clickbaity as far as I'm concerned. No, what I wanted to do, I didn't, after you left, I just went to bed though. Mm-hmm. I was going to put like a big red circle like they always do mm-hmm. on like parts of the car. You know what I mean? And zoom in and be like, look at the damage. Oh my God. It's horrible. I, I, I can't bring myself to do that. No. I'm not there yet. I'm not that clickbaity. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a week. It dragged on. Yes, it did. It oh did my not want to end. It was. It was the week that never ended. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my week. <laughs> I stare off into the distance. Yeah, you're like, oh, that time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. In the long, long ago. That was not that long, long ago. Mm-mm. So, so, okay, wait. Winding. Rewind. Um, so I was in a car accident. <laughs> we could go Friday. So yeah. it's been nine days now. Eight days. Eight now? days. That's crazy. It feels like forever ago and yesterday, and it's right. one of those like, "What happened when?" <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> the car accident was fun because I, I mean, I was hurting after, but it took days to like figure out what all I had done to myself. Yeah, well, we called it too. Yeah, on this last Saturday, we're like, it's, like it'll show it'll, up midweek or something. It'll be a while. Um, and like trying to get everything figured out with insurance and. Uh, rental car and getting my car put in put put in <laughs> getting it like estimated for repairs and seeing if we've totaled it or not and then trying to get it repaired in general and it's been snowy here right and all of our out-of-state drivers have been driving in the snow so every repair shop is backed up into april wow which is crazy so i can get an estimate like March 11th or something. Jesus. Um, and then repairs are like April. Wow. Which is nuts. Wow. <laughs> so that was not fun. Um, trying to remember how everything kind of progressed through the week. Cause it was really the last two days that were just the worst. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of body wise. I just kind of felt worse every day I woke up. I was like, Oh yeah, that's a new thing that is also angry and upset. And then it culminated Thursday because I was, yeah, because I was out Thursday. Yep. Um, and I just like, I couldn't move without horrible, horrible nerve pain. And like, if I lift my arm this way, I get this horrible searing pain through the whole back of my arm all the way into my elbow. Oof. Pop. That was a good one. Um, and then it's doing the same thing down my leg and then in my ribs and my abdomen and I have this really weird, horrible symptom that I hate. And apparently it's just part of the nerve stuff mm-hmm. where I get this really weird squeezy feeling in the middle. And it feels like it, like I thought it was syn- like a syncope episode. Yeah. Cause that's how it felt in the beginning. And then it blooms into this like burst of electric shock feeling that went all through my chest. So I hate that. That sucks. But yeah, the car was just mess and everything else is a mess and now the body is a mess yeah (laughs) so i was out thursday uh learned that i'm out of leave i still have a whole nother quarter to get through Mm -hmm. i'm like oh Mm -hmm. no (laughs) that was really fun i hated that um 
didn't make it to a workout because I was just in so much pain. And then, Jesus, what else? Oh. Oh, I wound up at the urgent care. Yeah. Because of the shocky, bloomy feeling. And I was like, what in God's name is that? Oh, and I was also losing sensation in my hand. Yeah. And it was like no grabby and drop everything yeah but catch it you were catching things with the other hand yeah i've learned that when i feel it drop i just catch it again because i'm like oh here we go um they did all kinds of x-rays like all the x-rays so i'm fine like nothing's broken or like massively dislocated Mm -hmm. um and so they cleared me with x-rays and i went to the chiropractor and they said oh you were in a car accident nope we're yeah, not going to touch, touch you. Mm-mm. And I was like, but I'm cleared by x-ray. I can have them like call you. And they were like, nope. And I was like, okay, so when can you treat me? And he was like, uh, well, we can't touch you until you're done with all the car accident stuff. And I was like, what do you mean done with? And he was like, like all the litigation and all of that. Um, and like done with your course of treatment. Right. And I was like, but I'm not treating it. There is no course There's of no treatment. treatment. What are you talking about? Um, and I was pissed. Like I had, it wasn't really a Karen moment, but it could have been if I was somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) I was not happy. So he's like, we'll either have to freeze or like cancel your account, um, until you're better. And I was like, that's bullshit. This is my like treatment. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, and so I just told him, I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I have the x-rays are cleared. Like, what else do you need from me? That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I was just like, fuck it, cancel the account, I'm done. I do not care anymore. Um but that was the day where I was like just almost in tears all day. <laughs> and I think I wound up coming over here. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. You came by after all that. Yeah. I was not happy. You had to vent. At all. It was bad. Um I think that's it though. Yeah. For the most part. You survived it. I lived. Work was crazy. I walked back in. Every time I leave, like, I just can't be out of the building. Right, because things go crazy. Because everything, like, shit falls apart. And then it was like, do everybody's job but my job. (laughs) And it's fine. I don't mind helping. But also, god damn it, guys. (laughs) Please. Just please. God damn it. Yeah. Mm, And then I have a conference Monday and Tuesday. Oh yeah. Sucks. Oh, and I was talking to my coworkers because there's there's a conference in, I think Florida, in June mm-hmm. that they want everyone to go to, and I was like, no, I'm not going. And my coworkers were like, why? And I was like, dude, you don't understand the spoon thing. They're like, well, we'll have tons of downtime, and I'm like, that is not the same Mm-mm. at all. No. <laughs> Especially like sharing a room with somebody. No, that's not the same at all. I d- I've done that trip. I've done a trip once when things were bad. And yeah. I was majorly depressed at the time, too. Mm, no. So it, it didn't go bad, but the spoons thing, I had to stay. Mm-hmm. There were times when they would go out and I was like, I can't go with you. I have to stay at the hotel room because yeah. I can't. I need time alone to yes. to regain some spoons. Yeah. Like I need like decompression time yeah. and like do nothing time and don't want to talk to another human time well and it was for a convention and i was helping yeah. run an art table oh yeah yeah so i mean it was interacting with you people. were eye candy yeah mm-hmm. got flirted with by that one guy made me blush really hard dude that was awkward <laughs> yep I, I can't even his eyes were just so blue 
So blue. They were just, just so lost. blue. Got lost in his dreamy eyes. As he blushes currently. I'm remembering it. I can't I can't not. You it's know not like I mean? a hard blush. It's just No, it'll just be a pinkening. hard blush. Because my eyes are turning red. That's what it is. It's the pinkening. The pinkening. But yeah. I I mean, and that was draining, you know, because mm-hmm. you're dealing with people all day long. There's just so much coming in information wise. Yeah. So I get it. And it's hard. Like they want me to go and do things and like. They want to include you. Yes. And I want to be included. Like, but also I want to not have to talk to other humans. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to be it at home in my like little safe space. Because I, I don't know. <clears throat> I've hit this point right now where like. I'm tired of walking in and feeling like shit and having them be like, oh, how are you? And I'm like, fuck everything. Yeah. You want to go in and be like, I'm having a good day. Right. Today doesn't suck. Yeah. That would be Because, I mean, it's like, it like cheapens where I'm at when I'm like in a really bad place. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, she's always in a bad place. Right. And you don't want that. No, I don't want that. I get it. Yeah. So, fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, you wrote down a few things. Along our line of expectations versus reality. So why don't we jump in with that? Okay, yeah. Um, well, we can give context to, to, the, to what started the conversation. Uh, yeah. We were talking about um, back stimulators, since yeah. that's probably the next step for me. That or mm-hmm. uh, like a laminectomy to go in and remove some scar tissue and stuff like that. Which I doubt. Right. It's not likely. <clears throat> but it's kind of what I'm pulling for. Yeah. Is this stimulator right no i want I want them to do the big surgery really yeah i would i would like to them to go in and remove the scar tissue yeah i just worry that it would reform again and again and again well if it reforms again then you go stimulator yeah you see what i mean that's true i wonder i wonder like if it I'm would be enough. worth doing now that we know like massages role yeah in things i wonder if it would be different to do it and then like work on it as it heals exactly that's kind of my thought too. Like, mm-hmm. it I could we could do a better treatment in recovery. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, um, but well, you wouldn't be alone for recovery this time. We were talking about how I keep running into people and getting suggested things with, with people saying, "Don't just don't do oh, the yeah, stimulator." Yeah. Like it's it's a bad news bears type situation. Uh-huh. And uh, we were talking with Ruth about it, and we were talking about how a lot of that could be. Um, them expecting a full recovery like a a turnaround a perfectly good like Mm pain-free life after stimulator people want to be better right instead of expecting it to be an improvement right like you know lessen the load a little bit and that's what brought this on so we are going to discuss it at length well and it's hard because when you are living with something that's chronic when people are and it, it, it can be really predatory People are like, oh, we found the cure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Ugh. But I think that is something that people are looking for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's absolutely. what they are looking for. We're so, too cynical for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like we see that, like, oh, no. <clears throat> Doesn't exist. Well, sorry. It's gotten you called a uh, defeatist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In I'm. The past. Yeah. As we've talked about, I'm a defeatist mm-hmm. because I, I don't expect it to get better. Yeah. Or not, like, magically, perfectly better. Right. When people... Well, and that's the other p- piece of it, is that when you have a team, like a medical team, yeah. generally what they ask you first thing is, like, what is your 
hope. Yeah. What do you expect? What to is get your from expectation? Like, what do you want to get out of it? That's part of what I was saying on in the notes right here. Yeah. The second one, like the way you approach your your cure or your treatment yeah affects how the doctors will, will react to you and what they're willing to do what they feel yes. comfortable with mm-hmm. um because if you're expecting a hundred percent return right they're not gonna want to work with you yeah. at least not in the same way mm-hmm. you know they'll because it'll be a failure yeah and then they have to deal with you being angry and upset that whatever and scarred didn't work. yeah and dependent on painkillers yeah or, yeah so that can lead down a really nasty road if you're not like managing your expectations for things. Exactly. So that was that was my thought. Is that especially like when when you're encountering surgeons, yeah, they really don't like hearing that you expect it to be a hundred percent. Right. When you're like, I would love for you to fix it. Yeah. Like, what do you expect to gain? Um. Well, everything to be perfect again. I want my childhood back. Can you do that, please? <laughs> I wanted to no, be like the before times. <laughs> In the long, long ago. Yeah. Can you make no. the world more vivid and beautiful again with surgery? <laughs> Can you return my innocence? <laughs> Can you, please? please just like, install it back? Yeah. Turn me off and turn me back on again. I just need a global reset. That's it. There you go. See? <laughs> but it's not realistic. No. not And even. so thinking about it in terms of realism and knowing what your treatment options are, are and what they do and how far they go right because that's important to know is that like even with the back stimulator it's not like i'm gonna turn it on and the all the pain in my lower half is gonna be totally gone Mm -hmm. like exactly that's not reasonable no um what else did i write down here oh yeah it it, informing your own decision based on yeah make sure that you're aware of the bad end of everything yeah like people I i don't know it's interesting again i i think back to um in one of the facebook groups a while back i saw that woman who was asking um she was like 23 or something was like should i do a labral repair now or should i wait or what are the pros and the cons and like yeah i I, mean good on you for even asking those questions but at the same time like you saw in those comments people who were like just don't do it it's worse and i wound up with frozen shoulder and like all these horror stories yeah. about because people are more likely treatments. to talk out about the bad than the good anyways exactly. so you're gonna you're gonna find the bad yeah you're not gonna find a lot of people well, who are like, like it was great yeah it's like leaving a review mm-hmm, exactly you're gonna hear a lot of the people who were very dissatisfied and the people who are satisfied are off doing other i've shit. done two labral fixes and they've been wonderful you've done three I've done three. Holy crap. Yeah. No, four. You'd have had both shoulders done, right? Yeah. All of it was labral. I've had five then. Yeah. Because they redid, you they did. To redo the right one twice. Uh-huh. So you've had five labral repairs. Yeah, they were all great. Silly goose. <clears throat> I can move. Look at me go. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, but the movement piece is huge, too. And I think that's big in expectations versus reality also, mm-hmm. is understanding that after surgery it's gonna be painful and you're gonna have to like retrain your stuff but the sooner you get moving and the more you're moving the better your recovery is right but then you have people with that kinesophobia right they don't want to move Where they're like oh i just had surgery so let's baby it and then they baby it too long right and too hard and they're not doing well and that's and that's where you find like that frozen shoulder piece right that, I don't know how that, like, I know how it happens. I don't know 
how it happens at the same time. Well, I like think if you're seeing your doctor, from... you think they would catch it or they would at least inform you to start moving it more. I think they do, but they're very gentle about it. Because oh. when I saw the ER docs, oh, it is. It's really... I was babying my left side because I was worried that I had damaged something. Yeah. And that was what it was. And they were like, oh, you, because you, at first she was like, can you get your ring off? I was like, yeah, I can. She was like, okay, you don't have to do it now, but like your your arm's going to swell because you're not moving it. And I was like, oh no, I'm moving it. I'm just, I was concerned because I'm losing sensation. sensation. So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't screwing anything up yep. by moving around. And then as soon as the x-rays came back clear, I was like, okay, we're good now. Yeah. <laughs> this hurts like shit, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, we're just stubborn though. Yeah. But I think it comes from like when people talk about surgery, like think normal people, what do they talk about? What do they say? Um, I don't know. My brain blanked out just then. <laughs> okay. So what... I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think of like, from Normie's point of view, surgery is like a big deal. It is deal. a big deal. Yeah. Like a big deal. So like, recovery is a big deal too. Yes. Right. They're like, I was drastically injured and I have this like wound that I have to take care of. Yeah. Right? So I think that's like, it has its own stigma to it. And I think that plays into that expectation of pain mm-hmm. and of discomfort. And I had a little bit of that post back surgery. Cause it, I mean, it was a big deal that well, back surgery spine was opened. Yeah. But I still would get up and moving mm-hmm. even though it hurt. Like every day it would hurt less and I, I would push myself a little bit further, yeah. but I was always babying it, but not, not well, like if we think like my left hip recovery. Yeah. It was like I did everything they told me to up until a certain point, and then I was like, "No, this is fucking annoying," and I'm gonna treat it like it's normal until it behaves normally. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, "I'm done with the babying thing. It yeah. hurts. It needs to figure its shit out." Yeah. I'm gonna make it not hurt anymore by abusing it. <laughs> the abuse. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Sorry. No, Gotta get comfy. Move. It's time to adjust. Hip was hurting. Yep. Oof, pretzel time. <laughs> for those yeah. of you listening, she just turned into a pretzel. For reals. Oh. She is now I am delicious. a delectable salty treat. And salty as fuck. <laughs> she is salty. <laughs> Always salty. You gotta get them like mustard dip. I was gonna say the same thing. You gotta you get go. the dip. Just gotta get the dip. Anyway. <laughs> like we were saying. Oh my god. Yep. I don't know. So I think that plays into it a lot when you come to like that fear mongering piece. Yeah there's a lot of people who just they hear that it's really drastic because it is in reality when you don't have a chronic condition pain is an alarm that says something is wrong yeah and so that's like a big deal in the brain right because that's what it's for that's what pain is for and then you have like surgery which is somebody is cutting you open (laughs) to fix that thing that's really really wrong Mm mm-hmm it's a big deal. Yeah. And so it's kind of stigmatized as this big, big deal. And we... Well, you build it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like the expectation gets... I, I don't know, like anxiety behind the expectation. Yeah, probably. So it's hard to say anymore because we've done so many. Like mm-hmm. it is... It's become like a routine now. It's yeah. like you go in... I'm not even nervous. My last surgery, no. I was just like, let's do this shit. Yeah. I think the first one... I don't know. I expected it to hurt a lot more than it did. Mm-hmm. And then when it didn't hurt nearly as much as I thought it would, I was like, oh, 
Well, that was easy. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. Well, Especially, we're also really good about icing things and keeping it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the other part of it is the, like having surgery, you have one central pain one focus, that your body yeah. is like paying attention to, right? Yeah. And it overshadows everything else. And so you have like a snooze button for all the rest of the wrong in your body. To a point. And it feels great. Like, okay, so during my right hip surgery recovery, uh-huh. the first hip we did, my left was still messed up oh, yeah. and not moving. You know what I mean? Because you have to prop your hip in just the right way so that you can ice it and keep yeah. everything good. So sitting in that position was making the left one hurt really bad. Oh, so most cramped. of my post-surgery oh. pain was the left hip being angry. And I couldn't really do a whole lot to move it around and make it happy. Right. So there was no like surgery pain. There was just left hip not having work. Oh, that's work. annoying. Yeah. I was I remember not happy. Left, well, le- left hip recovery. Um, my right pinky toe dislocating. <laughs> right pinky toe. It did. It kept dislocating through the whole surgery because I was like on crutches and then it would dislocate and my foot was so painful. So yes, I do. I get that. Right. When, when the surgery pain isn't as bad as yeah. your body. You're like, God damn it. Keep up. How am I supposed to do crutches when my toe won't cooperate? Yeah. And then your foot spasms and it's annoying. Yeah. 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 So... But we can also now talk, I think, about the uh, expectation of the the worsening condition. Yeah. Yeah. At least for us. And another, other invisible illnesses have it, too, mm-hmm. where it's a degradation. Yeah. And surgery kind of prevents or slows the fall, mm-hmm. you know? Well, not, not even just surgery. Like, being proactive in treatments. Yeah. I think is important. So not being... It's like this fine line of like not being resigned to your fate. Yeah. And also not expecting that you're going to be where you were 10 years ago. We've done a lot of work on that, actually, if you think about it, Mm because we were more resigned before the podcast. Yeah. It was more come, come, come. Yeah. What come, 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 what may. may. Yeah. My God. (laughs) That got both of us. Your stutter made me stutter. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, come what may. So, you know, it was deal with it as it comes, but mm-hmm. we're being more proactive now. Yeah. A lot, especially with mental health, but even yes. physical. Well, and I think taking care of that mental health piece helps helps tremendously yeah. and allows us to have enough self-value yeah. to want to kind of preserve things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're not great at preserving, but we're good at being like, okay, let's be on top of our shit. Yeah. And then if it's like a new pain that's gone on for this amount of time, then I'm gonna get it, it has checked to make out. it past the barrier, right? Of like You're like, a is week. this a new like? Yeah, exactly. It's been a week and it's still there. Time uh-huh. to look into it. Yep. Yeah. It's no, stupid. it's we've gotten way better about it. It's kind of crazy mm-hmm. to think about because before we were we were not we were resigned to it, mm-hmm. just not as desperately as it sounds. Right. And I mean, like, it's like when we talk about exercise, right? Mm-hmm. How hard that is to get into. But also how important it is if you want to make strides in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, especially with EDS, like your muscles are doing all the work, all the work. Yeah. Which is why nighttime is so hard for us because then the muscles are fatigued and we're like, yeah. let me just fall apart now. But I don't know. It's hard to get to that point where you can start working on it. Mm-hmm. And it's also it's a slow road, right? Right. So you can't expect treatments 
well, not all treatments. You can't expect all treatments to fix it right away. Well, fix it is the wrong term, but you know what I mean, right? Right. Where you can't expect that improvement without work There's and no time. instant gratification. Yes. When it comes to any of this. Thank you. That was... <laughs> my brain was struggling really hard. Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> but you're right, yeah. Instant gratification is absolutely it mm-hmm. because... Which it's I, not going to be fixed. Trips and it's a lot of people up. Yeah, I, I imagine like because of the work that goes into it. Surgery happens, then mm-hmm. there's recovery, and then yeah, PT, and then even past PT, you still have to be wary of. Yeah, there's movements you can't do, or like you you need to be mindful about how you're moving, so that you That's don't huge. destroy the work they just did. Yeah, you got to let your body build up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and then slowly reintegrating movement and yeah strength training and all of that because holy crap it's hard to go back to the gym after however many weeks of recovery after surgeries yeah but on that note yeah. it reminds me Anne invited me to do a pilgrimage with her really yeah she 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 cornered me and was like so what do you think about pilgrimages now hmm. i was like i honestly i would probably do one yeah i i don't see a reason not to i mean it just not in winter just not in winter. Yeah. No, she mm. said it would be over the summer. Okay. I was like, don't go. It would be the no Missouri. Winter. The Missouri route. Really? Yeah. That's so, so cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm, she's like, you can bring the kids even. Like, I was like, that would be kind We're of cool. We're going on a weird vacation, guys. Like, I don't know. I think it'd be good for the kids to how, get out. How long and, does it go for? Uh, 26 for, days. 26 days. Okay. That's interesting. That's really cool. I would do it. But isn't your grandfather trying to get the kid lens into sailing school yeah 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 man grand lake pilgrimage heart i would do both i would find she a way doing to do one both. in march no i was gonna say the march through would be gentler I yeah think. yeah but i better timing but i would do one that's regardless. so cool yeah yeah well and i think if we stop telling ourselves we can't do things yeah that that bothers the crap out of me. Like when people are like, um, oh, I can't whatever it is anymore because of whatever it is. And I'm like, no, there's no can't. There's right. Mm. <laughs> there's like won't. Well, that's what caught me off guard is that she offered to bring me like she knows that we have a condition. Yeah. But she was just like, you can do it. Yeah. I was like, it caught me off guard. It's like you you want to include me a in a human th- who knows we someone can do else a thing? believes that I can do a thing without, you yeah. know, so I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Prove prove everyone that I can do it. Well, but. and we're, and I don't, I think we're kind of exceptions to the rule in that aspect where I don't think we've ever let anything dictate what we're going to do. We it's were depression. just like, that's fair. <laughs> but at the time, like your brain thinks it's its idea. Right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, I've never, like my friend had a bouldering birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, there's none, no part of me that's ever like, oh, I can't do that because of my condition. Well, that was what caught me off guard too, is that I was down for it. You know, that my first instinct wasn't, oh, no, don't do it. Right. It was. It's like, oh, you can't. How could I schedule it? it? That would be really interesting. Maybe Mm -hmm. we could try. Yeah. I like that. I like that I'm at a place that I can do stuff like that. Like I'm not recovering from surgery. And I was talking about, I was thinking about this the other day because the function in my hands has been pretty bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And instead of just being like, oh, the function in my hands is pretty bad. I can't write or type or blah, blah, blah anymore. And I have to baby them. I was like, maybe I should go rock climbing to work Build them up, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's how I am with my foot, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, we walk a line between like beneficial and self-destructive. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. 
That's very true. That's <laughs> like I could have totally fucked up my hip that time. Yeah. And been like, I'm gonna treat it like it's normal and fuck everything else. I could have fucked everything up. I don't know. But you didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But it's like my the pain psychologist was saying, like, we are not the typical pain patients. No. I want to I want to get someone on the show who is who's been in the pain management game for a while and has like a pretty atypical experience, I guess. Okay. You know what I mean? Just to see what it's like from from a different perspective. Like yeah. cuz we're very gung-ho about things. I want to meet someone who's more mm-hmm. you know, resigned to it, I guess. Not resigned to it, but maybe further back in the journey. If that yeah. makes sense. Like not quite there yet. You're right. Yeah. It would be interesting to me to interview someone like that and talk right. to them and see if we could I It'd be know. like looking backwards. Yeah, it's exactly. Really interesting. That's so what fascinating. Because I'm trying to like put my mind back in that mindset. And I think even for just because I am a stubborn, stubborn human being, my thing was always like it doesn't matter what it is because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Right. Because I don't let anybody tell me what to do. Not even Karen. Ha, ha, ha. It's true. Uh, <laughs> so defiant. <laughs> but I've seen people, I, when I was taking those classes, who were like, oh, well, I can't work out because of whatever it right. is. Right. See, that'd be someone that I'd like to talk to. Yeah. It just, I want to see their perspective and see if it's coming from a place of like fear of pain or mm-hmm. if it's like... Or lack of education on, like, right. because here's the thing. Exactly. Doctors say you can't do a lot of things. Like, how many stories are there out there of, like, the people who become inspirational speakers? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who are like, the doctor said I'd never walk again, and here I am, running mm-hmm. marathons. Like, there's plenty of those, yeah. which means you might be one of those. You just don't know it. Don't let the doctor tell you you can't do shit. Yeah. Or yourself. Yeah, that too. Or other people, or... That's probably a lot of it is the yeah. people around you. Well, and I've seen a lot of that on Facebook where especially parents of kids with EDS are like, how do I get my kid a wheelchair? And how do oh, I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my daughter can't do this and my, my son can't oh, do no, that. Oh, no, there was and that I, one blah, where blah, blah, blah. the girl was, she uses a wheelchair, but it was difficult for her. Like she, her arms were getting tired. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying maybe work on your arms or like, you know, she wanted to get a motorized scooter. Oh, yeah. Which is like a step backwards kind of because then she mm-hmm. wouldn't be using well and that's the thing is and like then losing her use it or lose it right and it applies very much very much especially in eds because we have low muscle tone anyway so that's another that's like the back end of expectation versus reality that's the mm-hmm. expecting the worst yes or rushing the worst yeah that's the thing is like you're with eds like our condition doesn't happen all at once you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we <laughs> I like EDS to, evolves over time I'm a nerd okay so I like st- to follow storylines and arcs and stories mm-hmm. so I have arcs in my journey there uh-huh. was the the discovery arc trying to figure out what was wrong <laughs> there was the depression arc which we got past man- magically <laughs> surgery arc yep. right I've done nothing but surgeries and now we're on to like the what I, I called it like the post post some or post podcast I guess or podcast arc discovery yeah like, but everything's an arc yeah in my head at least that's like, funny i like that 
So like we're moving into a new arc. Yeah. Coming up, I can feel it. Well, it's it is. It's interesting, and it it makes me sad when I see people like rush the condition. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I'm gonna be in a wheelchair by thirty anyway, so. I'm 17. Let's do this now. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, you want to be like, no, 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 stop. You have time. Yeah. Don't, don't do, resign yourself do to the it. Things. Please. Do the things now. So you don't regret it and have to start from square one later. Mm-hmm. Cause damn it. <laughs> damn it, Jim. <laughs> the more you move, the better. Yeah. All right. Time for a break. Time for a break. I agree. All right. What do they need to do? Um, probably their taxes. Oh, yeah. Do your taxes. Can you also do my taxes while you're at it? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. I have an appointment with taxes next week, I think. Yeah. Just with taxes? Yeah. I'm going you're to go meet, meet taxes some... and they're going to It's like a you. blind date kind of thing. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> I hope they're date. the correct taxes. Uh, my hips are angry. I know. You've been sitting scrunchied. Anyways, take your meds. <laughs> Drink some water eat some food mm-hmm. definitely you need some food some real food mm-hmm. like with real vitamins and minerals and if you're stuff doing your it. chores while listening take a break yes do that not a big one just take a little break mm-hmm. find some sunlight if you can do something cozy mm-hmm. if you cannot um yeah yeah take care of yourself mainly. oh wait let's do let's do a quick mindfulness thing oh. we're gonna talk about let's you um two things you're grateful for okay do i have to are we actively doing this yeah uh i'm grateful for you oh thanks and oh, no and your drama <laughs> i accept you as a whole package <laughs> <laughs> the good and the bad <laughs> <laughs> great and i'm thankful for surgeries i'm gra- i'm grateful for you you i know Gross. you did it to me so here we go reciprocate i am also grateful for our uh, discord family oh yes definitely very much you guys are amazing fantastic all right we'll see you in a minute bye, bye. welcome back how was your break? Hopefully it was uh, as adventurous as ours was. Yeah. We were busy. Yeah. <laughs> we did the things though. True. We got we, we ate good. some food. Mm-hmm. We went outside. Yep. It was nice. We had sun today, which is nice. Mm-hmm. We've been in the negatives for days. Yeah. Like for like a full week. It's been so, so cold. Like our highs were like eight degrees. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been annoyingly yeah. bad. And so today it's like 30 some odd. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow it'll be a high of 60 so improvement but yeah the improvement, fluctuation but the, yeah it's, it's the swaps that kill yeah, us the swip swap oh my god if we could just not have weather whiplash that would look that be would, lovely yeah i agree okay so we have some topics yeah i got all riled up and <laughs> now we're good to go <laughs> we decided to um oh my god <laughs> just explore what some people were dealing with and found some like really valid issues yeah thank you facebook yeah so if you're in the facebook groups thank you yeah this one hopefully you will relate to because it's it's an interesting one for sure yeah it stuck out to us yeah so um (laughs) even being like diagnosed later in life this is still yeah we wanted to talk uh collecting diagnosis yeah and how it feels um 
when for me especially early on how it makes you feel yeah like you're an imposter because you've picked up so many and you feel like you're faking it or that you're hunting these things down right like you're just Ugh, I hate like, it but it's different because we're not like wearing all these diagnoses like badges of yeah like and I've seen people who do that who are like they feel the need to tell you every diagnosis they like every diagnosis they've yeah. ever been given ever even if like the most recent ones rule out the older ones I do that sometimes it's hard though to like connect the pieces mm-hmm. but but we're not wearing them like look at all these things that I have right right that's no. not what's happening and I don't think that's what's happening with most people who are chronically ill right so you made that face because it's not your phone huh yeah I was like, what oh. was that oh it's mine we should not wait oh never mind what uh, it's the discord oh we're gonna have to cut this out yeah. we were just uh checking in i was hoping that the oh there we go so it's right here ruth is working on her synopsis of our last episode so we're always we'd like to see that that's fun anyways uh yeah back to it we'll we'll catch up on that afterwards yes um yeah how did that start for you because what was the first diagnosis um first actual diagnosis was i want to say it was a gi thing actually mm-hmm. like before everything it was yes yeah it was uh the acid reflex and gerd yeah was my first first because that was before when we were still trying to hunt down marfans and right all the fun ones um and then frick man we we went to uh there's a thing in my kidneys a, th- a thin a thin filter a thin oh the membrane yeah the, the thin was, membrane yeah there was blood in yeah blood yeah. escapes my my urine <laughs> yeah because my kidneys have a thin membrane just because yeah so they were worried about that mm-hmm. and it turned out to be nothing yep. and then the alias yeah in my in my intestine and then it was eds mm-hmm. and then after that was all the psychological yeah because i didn't work on any of that until that point right so that's when i got like the myriad of mental health mm-hmm. diagnoses yeah i think i had let's see Oh, I never, I got pots in there at some point too. Yeah. <laughs> My doctors were always so funny because they were like, oh yeah, yeah. Like those things go together. It's most likely this. And yeah. We just treated it as if that was what it was. Right. For the most part in general. Um, I'm trying to remember because the first diagnosis I would have had would have come from, so I saw the doctor once because we were looking at the thyroid mm-hmm. oh, way back that when. That was the first one. That was early days. Yeah, that was back when they thought I was I needed to be at the CDC. That was when I had just turned 18. No, I was about to turn 19, and yeah. I was about to lose Medicaid that I didn't know I had. Right. Um. Yeah, so that was, wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> that would have been 10 years ago. Thyroid was the first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was that thing in my pituitary. Yeah. There was a, a mass. See, I never had a diagnosis for thyroid because so at first, and this is why, like, I've never gone back and had it, like, actually looked at, looked at. Mm-hmm. They do check my levels every once in a while just to make sure. But when I went in the first time, they were like, "Holy crap, it's barely functioning." Right. Here's these meds, and then the next time I came in, they were like, 
stop taking those meds because you're like way up there. And they were just different levels. And so they, we knew that it was like flip-flopping and there was nothing we could do at that point. Yeah. Um, and then it was GI yeah. for sure. It was like GERD and um, what did they call it? It was like chronic gastritis. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ch- chronic gastritis was the first like sticker that I was given. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess for me, like, I feel like Kaiser is less into, like, labeling things. Right. And just treating. Yeah. So they just, like, assume and then treat. So I have, I think, probably much fewer, like, official diagnoses. Yeah. I've got the CPTSD and I've got the um, depression and generalized anxiety. That one they actually just dropped because I've been fine for so long. That's good. Um, Progress. And then EDS now. And then it's like history of connective tissue disorder and blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, it all falls under EDS. Yes. And yeah. It's a syndrome, so. Right. And that's kind of what they, how they treat it now is they're like, oh, you have EDS, so it's probably this. Yeah. And then we just work with that. Oh, MCAS, I think, is like actually on my paperwork, though. Okay. So, yeah, different things. And I think it just, Oop. what we were reading was talking about like the uh, accusation of intentionally running around collecting diagnoses right right? and then the doctor like advocating for it Mm -hmm. was part of it like oh the doctor's just encouraging you to be exactly it's like excuse you you're being scammed by the doctor into believing you have all of these nobody has all these conditions well and that's like the thinking right yeah when we talk about increasing um the imposter syndrome for sure oh yeah where you're like (laughs) No one oh. could have all these things. Yeah, no. It, it, Therefore, I must be crazy. Yeah. Well, and I was that way. The more I got, the more I was like, yeah, they, maybe they missed something and thought I had this because there's no way I have all yeah. these conditions at the same time. Yep. But it's just labeling different aspects, aspects of the same thing. So. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of how we talk about it, too, is we're like, yeah, I have EDS, and then that's the umbrella yeah. under which everything falls. Yeah. So... Yeah, but it's not easy when you have, like, other people who do not understand. Right, like family or friends that are, yes. like, oh, you're just collecting. Under the, and... Yeah, under the impression that you're faking. Yeah, or... you're doing it for attention. It, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, could you imagine having the balls to go around and be like, I have all these conditions and just want attention? Right. Like, when you have that shit going on, it's like, why would you even pretend to have it? It's not right. worth it. Right. No. Well, and there's like easier ones to fake. Yeah. Oh, totally. Not that that's a thing, but you know. <laughs> no, I mean, if you were going to. If you were going to fake something. This is not the route. No, this is confusing for everybody involved. Yep. All the time. I had to miss your foot with my foot, so I could get it back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the way. <laughs> no, it was just, we. I had to carefully maneuver. I'm just a monster. I'm just the worst. The worst. Yeah, no, that one. Oh yeah, the feeds the that same lady had the fatigue is just tired as tired. Oh yeah, from the same friend uh-huh. accusing her of collecting um, diagnoses. Right, was like, oh, you talk about fatigue, like oh. it's different. Everybody's tired, and you're not special just because you blah blah blah. Like fatigue is not a thing. Tired is tired. Sorry, which but it's wrong. not. Way wrong. Like really, really not at all fatigue is its <laughs> own beast once you've experienced it then yeah it's really the only way to, to my husband literally 
we've been together for 12 years and he didn't understand until this past year when he had covid mm-hmm. and he was like that's fatigue and i was like yes, yes. that's fatigue so he was like holy shit <laughs> i get it now and i was like yeah this is what i function through every fucking time mm-hmm. yeah no fatigue is not tired is tired fatigue is my body will not allow me to do what i need to do yeah you yeah. don't have the energy don't have the drive it's like you right. could you could have all the drive in the world but you're not gonna well and even like just standing is so much effort and yeah. energy and then the pot symptoms are worse and that's oh, just bad it's not worth fighting mm. those are the mornings where i'm like uh i need a couple hours man chronic fatigue is probably the most <laughs> if you think about it the most the earliest i think the earliest and the most um severe of all the symptoms i've had honestly because until we were treating it at the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. I could, there's no way I could have sustained yeah. this. Yeah. I was not active. I could not do anything. Like I would try and mm-hmm. like even play games. I couldn't play games. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. There was no lounging about having a fun time. You know what Mm-mm. I mean? Mm-mm. It was horrible. Yeah. Like every moment awake was like counting down to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I still get that way sometimes, but I think building the systems that we've built helps incredibly mm-hmm. and then treating it with medicine helps a lot yeah so i think together especially yeah, yeah yeah and then like keeping yourself from falling into those holes again and reminding yourself that when you do fall into that hole because you're gonna get sick at some point and you're gonna be laid out and you just yep. have to be laid out and that's okay but remembering that it's not the end of the world to have to start again (laughs) yeah it's not fun and it's not easy but you will get through it and then you will be back to body in motion which is nice that was the hard part about the sickness we had like last week yeah was it last week or the the week week before before. the week before when like pukies yeah when we had just horrible headaches and everything but there were there were two days where i was like come on gotta get up and moving you gotta do the thing that was sunday for me yeah because we oh it was the long weekend Yeah. yeah So, yeah, that was Sunday. And I was like, I have things to do and I want to do stuff. And mm-hmm. I, like, am driven. Couldn't. Could not. Right. It was crash day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is how that happened. God, yeah. Fatigue is just tired as tired. Fatigue is fucking a nightmare. Like, yeah, it's just not good. Um, I'm questioning your doctors. That happens, I think, for anybody and everybody. Where family members or friends are like, um, oh, are you sure that, that that doctor's like that doctor's a quack because yeah. he thinks you have I've this, this, it. and this? I've done it. Yeah, I did it to my husband. I think yeah. everybody has that. You know what yeah, I mean? That instinct of like, are you sure they know what they're doing? Like, right. why would they make that call? That's really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, especially with family, we had that going yeah. on for a while. Yeah. Like that, oh man, I just, I don't. <laughs> Disagreeing with treatment options that you're exactly. given and the route that you're taking and yeah, yeah. Um, In this case, what we were reading, they were essentially saying that the doctor was planting the seeds for this yes. like hypochondria. Yeah. Essentially. Right. Was the accusation like, oh, your doctor is making you think you're sick and you're like. Right. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, it's like this... that whole when they said like, 
hundred people, a hundred percent of people who don't get tested don't have COVID. Right. Like it's that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, this, this lady was talking about how this friendship spanned like the beginning of her discovery of the illness until the, through the bad times as it was getting worse. Yeah. And the worse it got, the less her friend believed her. Yeah. Which is when you need more support. So it was really counterintuitive. Well, and that kind of leads into that last piece where it's that when you always feel like crap. Uh, yeah. It's hard to be like, okay, no, I feel like like extra. Like you don't today. understand. Like today's a bad day on top of a yes. bad day. Yes. And that's hard. Like, how do you make somebody understand that? Yeah. You're like, yeah, sure. I don't feel good most of the time. But I'm like not functional. Don't feel good. Because mm-hmm. I had that with work. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was like, oh, you're always sick. It's fine. Oh, I had like, um, but I'm like ill. I had that with alone. like my friends. Because I'm always on like, how are you today? Not great. <clears throat> yeah. The answer is always, I'm suffering or, you know, and then yeah. it's like, there have to be. Because we I don't need a mask. Good day. <laughs> not, not like we used to. Yeah. Oh my God, we used to mask so mm-hmm. hard. And You're like, I'm great. I'm all just the time. tired. To everybody, <laughs> doesn't matter. The cat. I'm having a great day, Kosho. Oh my God, it was hard too because you would like mask through or during symptoms. Yep. Which was always crazy. Oh yeah. So you're like, yeah, maybe I'm like dying of a migraine in the back of your car right now, but it's totally fine. I'm Please fine. don't tell my parents. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just, um, it's hard. Because, again, like, people cannot understand what you're going through. Nope. They can't. Like, unless they have gone through it or something close enough to it that, like, you can draw those parallels. You cannot understand somebody else's experience. And it's not fair to think that you can. No. Based on pieces that you see. Yeah. <clears throat> it's and it, I mean it's hard to convey that to to people like you're not I, there's no way for me to tell you what it's like yeah I can use words but you won't understand oh. what it is I was watching a video the other day where they were talking about he was like pain is the only thing that we like describe only using comparison yeah because we cannot we literally cannot explain what it is like yes which is so hard because when I'm trying to explain, like, it's like a blooming electric feeling that I get through my chest. And they're like, what? Yeah. Like, are you short of breath? I'm like, no, it's literally just the sensation of being electrocuted through you, my chest. Do you ever associate colors with your pain? Yes. Like in your head? Yes. I was just doing that as you were explaining. Textures, it. too. Yeah. Textures are huge. That's. How would you color wise describe your bloom? Because you said the electrical. Bloom... So it was like blue to me. It so was it red starts... and blue. I think it starts out like the squeeze kind of is this like oppressive, dark, dark, dark. And then it blooms out and it is like white at the bottom and purple on the top. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty similar. That's a weird thing that I've never like thought to explain before. Yeah. well, it <laughs> I just, just have never questioned it. It just popped into my head that uh, I assigned so colors to the pain. Yeah. Like the, the back of my neck is red. It's mm. a red pain. But then like my lower back pain is more purpley. Interesting. Orange is a bad one. If it's orange, it's really bad because I hate orange. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Actually, yeah. Yeah, see? I was like, wait, hold on. Yellow. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Look at all that synesthesia catching up with us. (laughs) Just a weird thing to to come to terms with and realize in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) That's bizarre. 
Well, and I'm really big for like textures too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because everything like feels away or feels like a shape almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Weird brain. Sorry. <laughs> Neurodivergent detour. <laughs> but yeah, you can't. You cannot get someone to understand unless they've been there. Right. I think the trick is finding someone who doesn't need to understand to be there for you. Exactly. That's, that's the key. Yeah. yeah. That's what I got with Jen. Yeah. She like, doesn't need to know what it's like, but she still is able to take care of me mm-hmm. and help. But and sometimes it. don't you wish someone would ask you what it feels like? Oh, yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's just the straight. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wish I I, I, I could be to someone sometime be like, it, this is exactly what it feels like. Right. Yep, I will say it like at my husband, but you, I know yeah. he's not listening. To no, this. I do the same thing to Jen. He's like, "Yep, okay, cool. You're in pain. I'm sorry." Logged that away, which is fine. Like that's what I've trained him to do. Yeah, over time. But yeah, th- sometimes you do wish someone would be like, "So what does it feel like?" Like, yeah, like what when, is it like when I had that friend who's uh, going to be a kinesthesiologist, mm-hmm. and he was asking me about it. That was really fun because I got to explain the different parts of it, and then yeah, he was like intrigued and interested in it at the same time which was fascinating which is nice i just think the experience of pain is fascinating because someone like i don't know that this is actually accurate or true but it's going around that a study has found that uh, menstrual cramps are more painful than a heart attack or as painful as a heart attack (coughs) which to me says oh heart attack's not that bad (laughs) but that's not the point all right. That we they were trying to make. I need to take a break because I need I water. Know, it's super, super hot too. Yeah. Do you want to close it out or you want to keep going after? Let's close it. All right. Sorry, peeps, but we're ending it early. It's all good. I, well, I'm saying it's all good. <laughs> I just wanted it's water. It's my podcast. And it's hot in here. I can do what I want. Okay. I need to set up the AC again, but I don't know where to put it. So if you That's have any fair. suggestions on how to remodel the room. We just need lots of tubing. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Okay. We love you. Thanks for coming along. Yep. I hope you were able to relate to some yeah. of what we were saying. Or, you know, if um, you didn't, put it down in the in the comments. Yeah, please. And or let us know Discord. if you have other topics you want us to cover or talk about or, like, react to. Yeah, no, no joke. Yeah. So, the more participation, the better. So, like, share, comment, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we will see you in the next one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.